0: London has fallen. It's a concept that has run through many, many games uh, produced by Fail Better Games. I say many, many, there's only a few anyway. But the point is that if you have ever played Fallen London or you have seen anything in the, the same vein as Sunless Skies and Sunless Seas, you already know the gambit. London has fallen, there are bats everywhere, and things are all a little bit weird. Fallen London, for me, was one of those odd kind of games that managed to tread the line between whimsy and cosmic horror uh, in the same breath and I absolutely loved it, but they have now released a game by Mask of the Rose. This is a unique one because it is, by all intents and purposes, one part visual novel, one part romance simulator, one part murder mystery. Oh, and also, there is, like, a small element of, you know, dressing up your character and making them look cool in there as well. But it's not the looks that matter, or, well, I suppose in London, it really is, because fashion can make the person. This is a unique game in so many ways. First and foremost, it is, again, a visual novel. You don't see many visual novels doing something different, uh, and when you do, they are outstanding. I stand by my love of a lot of game series that are in essence, visual novels with a little bit more flair. Um, I realise that comparing it to things like Phoenix Wright, which is a little bit more than just a visual novel, is is kind of trite, but at the end of the day, it's the kind of thing that works, doing something different. And Mask of the Rose does that, especially with the idea of changing your clothing to suit your needs. You need to make sure that you're dressing in something that will give you, in a way, a confidence, something that makes you feel like you are dressed. Uh, You know, whether that be wearing a pin that gives you more authority or wearing clothes that make you feel more like you can get out there and rough it with the sailors and things. Uh, it's it's unique in the way that clothing actually has a reason to exist in this game. It's not just a case of dress-up fancy. And that brings me on to the characters themselves. You will be meeting a lot of characters throughout the course of your mysterious adventure, um, and some will be slightly more unusual than others. But what does happen throughout is you are given a lot of opportunities to, well, um propose a bit of smooching with these characters. Flirtatious behaviour is very much encouraged, and in fact it's something that sometimes can be a little bit invasive. You are you are constantly asked if you want to flirt with different characters, and yeah, sure, there are some characters that I would definitely like to flirt with. I'm not going to go into details on that because you've got to find it out yourself. Um, oh, it's just that hood, I think that's what it is, and the glowing eyes underneath. I'm getting off track here. The point is that you will meet a lot of different characters. Some of them will be your perfect partner, and who knows, maybe you'll find love in this weird new world. One of the unique things about it is that it takes place at the fall of London. It's not just a game that's, you know, set so many years in the future as previous ones have been, but this is a game that actually shows you the calamity that's happening around you and the the things that have happened to the different characters of the story. It shows you the sort of evolution of this world, and I love the way that it tells the the story. Failure better games have consistently been good at writing, engaging and wonderful narratives, but it's not without its flaws. So, as I've mentioned already, the romantic aspect to it is well, it's a big part of the game. It is one of the sort of the pitch points of, of the game, as it were. But it also can be a little bit invasive sometimes. You might be talking to a character because you want to get some information, and all of a sudden the game's like, "Oh, you want to flirt with them, don't you?" And I mean, yeah, I want to flirt with everyone, but the point is that I want to flirt with them on my own time. I've got business to attend to. This census won't take itself. Um, but as we go through the game, it, it does feel a little bit invasive in places. One of them things, if I'm honest, um, the writing around it manages to pick up a lot of the slack where these sort of points put, uh, come in, and even so, y- you do just get charmed by these different characters. It's it's such a wonderful display of differing writing, uh, and that's, that's about all I can say about my, my issues on the narrative side of things. My other issues, though, come from a more technical perspective, and probably one of the biggest ones, although I should note this is one of the bigger ones that will most likely get fixed quite quickly, and maybe is even in the works, You might it might already be changed by the time you hear this, who knows, uh, is the way the game saves. It saves, it also saves, and that's fine. But it does it sporadically. There isn't really much of a set way in which it saves, and it means that you can lose a sort of quarter hour, 20 minutes of progress at a time because well, you have no way of manually saving, and quite honestly, it's it's a worry sometimes when you come out of your room and realize, oh, I'm two days behind where I was before. Not literally, of course, unless you have been playing it solidly for two days, in which case, that that seems like a bigger issue for you to resolve at this time. All that I can say though is if you enjoy narratively fulfilling games, and if you want something a little bit more quirky in the Fallen London universe, Mask of the Rose will be right up your alley, which coincidentally might be a little bit closer to the one you love now that London has crumbled all around you.